You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, if you are paying attention at all, it seems like the world is falling apart. I suppose it always seems like that. But some weeks are worse than others, and this is one of those weeks. We, Carrie and the kids and I, were disconnected from the world in Yellowstone most of this last week, but still the news of the worst mass shooting in U.S. history made it to us. It put the flags at Yellowstone at half-mast, and the news of the murder of 49 people at a gay nightclub in Orlando at the hands of an Islamic terrorist reached even there. And it's simply horrible. I mean, everywhere you look in the story is darkness. It seems to me that the two great faces of evil that stand against the Lord's church and His Word and the Lord Himself, at least in our day, are on the one hand Islam and on the other hand hedonism, which is a chasing after pleasure as the greatest good. And the tragedy of this last weekend reminds us that those two great anti-Christian ideas are also at war with one another. We see the destruction there in everything that God created and instituted. You see that both the way of hedonism and the way of Islam are both ways that end in death. And when we see this, we pray and we mourn and we look for ways to love our neighbor And we think that maybe for once that we Christians might be on the sideline in this story. But Pastor Flammy, who is my source for the conversation that happens on NPR every week, (laughs) assures me that the commentary in the aftermath of of this tragedy of this last weekend is not about the dangers of jihad, But instead, it's about the virtues of Islam, the religion of peace. Nor is there a discussion of the dangers of homosexuality, but rather discussions about the beauty and innocence of the homosexual community. And so the people that are being called to repent by the media and in the general conversation are the Christians for their hate and their bigotry. (laughs) And we want to say, look, this didn't have anything to do with us this weekend, but I suppose it's to be expected. And the devil hates you. And the world does too. So what do we do? I mean, how do we think of these things? How do we act? And what do we pray? At first, we keep the Ten Commandments in our minds whenever we read or watch or listen to the news. And we use them to think about the things that we see. So, for example, what happened last weekend, we know, at least from the reporting, that a number of men who were bent on breaking the Sixth Commandment had their lives cut short by a man heinously breaking the Fifth Commandment. And we can look at both of these things. And we can call them both sins. And we can mourn over both. Because both are an attack on life. Both are a destruction of what God has created. Both the men chasing after other men and the Islamist chasing after the blessing of Allah through the waging of jihad are all on a path that leads to death and darkness, not to light and life. And if, while meditating on these things, the Ten Commandments are doing their work, 
then we will not only see this, the sin that is out there, but also with the light of God's law, we will also see the sin that is in here. The sin that is in our own hearts. We will know that our sinful flesh, your sinful flesh and mine, have the same lust and the same anger that were manifest on the news last week. Your flesh hates chastity. Your flesh hates life. And your sinful flesh is pulling and dragging you to the same kind of darkness and the same kind of destruction. And Jesus knows it. So he warns us. He warns us of the danger of seeing the sin that's out there and missing the sin that's in here. He says it in our Gospel text. Why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye but not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take that speck out that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So that whenever it is that we see tragedy, whenever it is that we hear of destruction, what is our response? We repent. We repent of our own sin. We mourn our own sorrowful condition. We fear God and His judgment. We confess that we are sinful and unclean and that we ourselves have deserved both God's temporal and eternal punishment. And we believe the Gospel. We trust, dear saints, that it is not our works, our efforts, our righteousness, our living right that saves us. We do not claim a goodness of our own. We do not consider how much better our lives are than the people involved in this shooting or in anything else. No, we trust Christ. We cling to His promises. We know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means you and I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and that we are freely justified by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And we rejoice that God's answer to sin, to our sin, is not wrath. His answer is Jesus. His cross His suffering, His death, His resurrection, His blood, His word, His baptism, His body and blood. God's answer to your sin is forgiveness. It's His smile, His mercy, His name, His kingdom, His life, His light. We believe this. We confessed it a few minutes ago in the Creed. And we trust this promise of the Gospel. It gives us a good and clean conscience. It gives us true and eternal peace with God. And this promise of the gospel also sets us free to live at peace with our neighbor. (coughs) So that when we look at our neighbor and their sin, when we look at our neighbor who's going to the gay nightclub, and our other neighbor who's a jihadi terrorist, 
Or we look at our neighbor over there who is a sinner. Or the neighbor here who in one way or another is walking in darkness and death and clinging to their sin instead of to Christ. We do not look at them with rage or with disdain. But with love. Knowing that Christ has died for them also. Knowing that Jesus loves them also. Knowing that your Lord Jesus desires for your sinful neighbor to stand next to you in the resurrection and to sing the praises of Him who died for us. And that this Jesus, and Jesus alone, has also made a way for them to come to eternal life. It is the same way that He made for you. Now, we in no way want to diminish sin. In fact, we, as God's people, want to be able to see clearly the great dangers of sin, of hedonism, of chasing after pleasure, of Islam, of adultery, of murder, of false doctrine and idolatry, all of it. We want to see that clearly, and we want to hear it clearly preached. But we want to extol even more the great mercy of God and the love of Christ and the comfort of the forgiveness of sins, as Jesus says. And this is what he means. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So what do we do? We pray for our neighbors. We look for the opportunities to speak kindly to our neighbors, the Lord's law and the Lord's gospel. And we hope and pray that the Lord would bring them, our sinful neighbors, to baptism, to us, to the fellowship of the Lord's kindness, which is the church, that they would rejoice together with us in the Lord's gift of repentance that they would know what you know, that your great sin has been overcome by a greater Jesus. Dear saints, the days are dark. It's true. But the light of Christ shines brighter in the darkness. And this is our comfort and this is our hope, and not only ours but it is the comfort and the hope of the entire world. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.